We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Now, back to Steiny and Guru on 95.7 The Game. From the 408, whoever's in charge of the music Man. does not get enough love. Just this an expertly Prince. curated selection. What's it going to be? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's John Lucan on the beat. Yeah. The coach of the Vikings. Yeah, he looks just that's his doppelganger. He does look like Kevin O'Connell. Thank especially you for the, the mustache. name, Evan. Yeah, he'd look at him. Oh, the lip sweater. That's a lip sweater, yeah. That's that's true. Kind yeah. of like our guy on TV earlier. Uh Evan Giddings in for Matt Steinmetz with Daryl the Guru Johnson. We got Ross Tucker coming up in just over ten minutes. One fifteen, he's gonna join us. NFL Odyssey Insider. Does a lot of great work Ross. at CBS Westwood One. Is very tapped into everything around the NFL. So I want to get his thoughts as the four ers head into the bye week. But Goo, we were talking about the Warriors right before the break. Of course, they got Sacramento coming into town tonight. Warriors live starting at 6 o'clock here on 95.7 The Game. Make sure to get out to Ballast Point Brewing Company. Say hi to JD. He's going to be doing Warriors live and wrap-up as always. But what, what has struck you the most about this Warriors team four games in? They're connected. And I'm sorry, I got to go there because I've asked Mike Dunleavy Jr. Mike Dunleavy a hundred times. Uh, I was worried about what was going on off the court, and I feel like that had something to do with the 11 road wins in totality last year for this team. Just think about that, Evan. They're already at three, so they look like they're all bought in. It's early, but that is huge, and we know because I just mentioned it. Last block with what they had to deal with and when it started last year. So to me, that I just get goosebumps watching them. Like I know they're not going to win every game, Evan, but everybody seems to Chris Paul mainly to be on board about let's be the best basketball team we can be. Forget my streak or my role. I'm just here to 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 limit turnovers. And right now it's just it's just being. I mean this a pleasure watching them ball. Like, I don't think this thing is stopping. It doesn't look like it. And Steve Kerr talked about that after the New Orleans games. He said specifically, quote, last year was the outlier. And I do wonder if people are feeling like that because they got me, along with Chris Paul, feeling like, yeah, last year was kind of an outlier because I'm just going up and down recent memory with the Stephen Curry-led Golden State Warriors. Last season, they make it to the second round. They get bounced by the Lakers. The year before that, they obviously won the finals. But the year before that, they had a somewhat of an early exit in the play-in game against Memphis. Don't mean to bring up tough times. Curry didn't score an OT. And that was a season in which they didn't have Klay Thompson. They were trying to get Andrew Wiggins. on Jordan Poole emerged in that season. There were outlying factors in that year that prevented them, I think, from going further. And, of course, they corrected themselves and won the championship the year after. I know they're older now. I know they're a different team. They're smaller. They're maybe less athletic. But you're right. They are more connected, certainly, than last year. And that's why if 44 wins was the result last season, I don't see why that's not the floor this year and why this team is, in my mind, giving me the vibes of a top four, if not top three, seed in the West. 
And that's a position they absolutely can use to propel themselves in a championship contention. No, I'm feeling that. But I will say this, Evan, the one loss, which bothers me, because I think, and no shocker here, there's a lot of dump truck teams uh, in the NBA. I think New Orleans that didn't have Ingram, uh, they don't qualify, but the way that they played, it was like open gym, and they kind of just got outsmarted because they, they don't play the brand of basketball that the Warriors do. But, Evan, to your point, Phoenix came in here, uh, kept Booker's last game yep. with Kevin Durant, Only two of the game. big three, and won. So when you're playing the top tier, the upper echelon teams, I wonder if those teams can make – what you may be lacking or, you know, your lack of size, can they take advantage of it? But Houston couldn't do it. Even though they gave them a little run for their money, you couldn't take them serious, you know, to win the game. So the Warriors are going to benefit from that on most nights. But, Evan, I am curious when it's the, you know, Clippers or the Lakers. And who knows? Those teams may be the ones I'm talking about. They don't have their stuff together. But I do think back, like, as excited as I am, I got to be a little cautious till I see it against. And like Sack tonight, I don't expect much. They're an NBA team. I can hear Stani. They can win. They can win. They can happen. <laughs> That's my Stani. But, yeah. you know, I don't expect much. But I just like where they're at. And the addition of Chris Paul being the grown-up in the room, I'm feeling that. Now, let me throw this at you because you've been asking me. What Anything that you're concerned about because you had to remind me like a brick in the side of the head, <laughs> Evan. I am wondering, as good as this is, what's going on with Wiggins? I and I'm not saying he's not there, but Evan, he the the well, he doesn't look like he's there right now. Wh- why? I think that him more than any other player, there's still some residue left from yes, last year. You think so? I, I, to me, but it, he was a big part of why they got 44 wins because. The, the team had your back while you tended to what you needed to tend to. So you should be the last person that has any residue about any ill will. But we don't know what happened in the two or three huh? months. I think he's <laughs> also a guy that was probably pretty close to Jordan Poole. And he was. He didn't play for Team Canada this summer. We don't know how much basketball he played. We don't know what kind of shape he's in. In general, we don't honestly know a whole lot about Andrew Wiggins. And so I can only go off of what I've seen from his time in Minnesota and his time in Golden State, which is he can be at times a bit sleepwalky. And what a word. So That's far, it. Yeah, I don't even know if it is a word. Yeah, I might have just made it up. But <laughs> In my world, it is. If Sonny was it. here, I'm sure he'd correct me. But the thing is, Andrew Wiggins, to me, is an important part of this team if they want to go deep in the postseason. I think this is a team that's shown itself with how deep it is, the strength in numbers. Like, they can knock off most teams in the regular season, now I believe, on a night-in and night-out basis. But you you do need Wiggins to wake up at some point. I don't know if it's now. I don't know if it's tonight. I don't know if it's next week. But it's something I I am keeping my eye on. It's really the only thing I have my eye on because they've answered the rest of my questions. No, and again, if you look at the opponent, a young Houston team, I mean, they're athletic, but, you know, uh, New Orleans, those are opportunities I feel, and maybe I'm wrong, Evan, for thinking, okay, this is the game you go off. And it's not just about Stein's listening, partner. It's not just about scoring. He just looks a bit like glazed, not dazed, but he's just out there and, I don't know, Evan. It is a bit peculiar. It's early. The team, it, it, it has his back. So we just need Wiggins to to start balling. Evan, if you don't mind, I'm going to ask John mm-hmm. to come in. 
because uh, De'Aaron Fox is not playing tonight. And you had a <laughs> great a, uh, little tidbit, fun fact about what could possibly be going this yeah, I don't, don't want to be No, I, we're having fun. Yeah, that's what we do. What do you got, Kevin O'Connell? I, 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 find it a li- <laughs> I find it a little bit of a coincidence that the uh, the first game De'Aaron Fox plays as a Curry brand member, he rolls his ankle. Oh, right. Nothing to do with this. I think that Curry's playing chess. I'm going to give you two. I think Curry's playing chess. Yeah, I'm going to give him a two. I'll give, the I'll chef, give him a two and a half. Yeah. Well, Curry used to suffer from give me a three for my music yes. though huh uh oh th- uh, also a three and a half for the mustache too. oh no doubt. I know we a can't four. See it on radio yeah, yeah it's pretty damn good i look De'Aaron fox is he's incredible he's like, he, incredible he's he's at uh, he's as advertised he's damn good can i be honest with you evan of course there always. was there was a year and a half ago no. that i thought he was on the young uh russell westbrook path of you'll never be able to shoot uh, they figured you out. Just get back on D. You are fast. And I was like, this ain't the guy. I I, re- I said that. And now he has been in the lab. Your boy is a baller. And he, it seems like you already are knew that. Well, he, he's well, I, real. I, no, I'm, I'm more so with you. It wasn't as much as I thought the teams could figure him out. But I did wonder when they made the trade Halliburton for Sabonis if they picked the right guard. <laughs> that is amazing. I, well, yeah, I was saying some of that. No, I think the Pacers moved off a player that they probably wouldn't have wanted to pay, and I wonder if the contract for the Kings with Sabonis is going to come back to hurt him. But if you're just looking at tonight, like that, he Jaron Fox is going to be missed when you watch the Kings play the Warriors That's tonight. Man. And it's not going to be because the Warriors are a team that is going to run the Kings ragged, but when they're looking for an answer and where they're looking for someone on offense to deliver a basket or bail them out of a, a possession... It's not going to be Sabonis. Man. Might be Malik Monk. He might uh, start tonight. Oh, speaking of which, you sent me a video. Oh, if you boy. guys want to treat yourself to something incredible. By the way, Ross Tucker in a couple yeah. of minutes, NFL Odyssey Insider. Uh, go to, I think it's IG, and just the Mike Brown video in practice going at Malik Monk. Just, it was the greatest. It was Bobby Knight-like. But Evan, the Mike Brown we see at the podium is just, he's the greatest. And he's, he's so still cool. a good guy. But he went in on said player, Malik Yeah, he, Monk. he cursed Malik oh my God. Monk out. He stopped practice. In a way Find that, that I haven't Find that if you can, heard. guys. Yeah, I don't know if we're allowed to play it. No. Oh. <laughs> there's, there's, more, oh. Uh, there's more bad words <laughs> uh, than good words. Kevin O'Connell said no. No, yeah. yeah. And I, I do appreciate that. Um, you think we got, yeah, we can sneak free. Free's in Oakland. Wants free. to talk about Andrew Wiggins. What's up, Free? You're on 95.7 The Game. How are you? Good afternoon, guys. I got three of them, man, for you guys. One, I just came from D.C. Okay, they are talking bad about. They talking bad about pool, man. They is like they mad. They, they mad that the Warriors. Uh, they, they got him from the Warriors. They feel like the Warriors paid him. He better be praised. He better be thanking the Warriors for his his entire life for the money they gave him because they, you know, they got to pay him. But they feel like he don't deserve even seven million a year. But another thing I want to say about Wiggins is Wiggins always been a drifter. You know what I'm saying? He's never like he's never been like a engaged type of player. You know what I'm saying? You gotta you he needed Draymond Green during the season to start getting going. He's never been a player that come out and he's you know animated and ready to go. He's always kind of quiet. Give you a quiet 18. So guys is looking at him now like, what's wrong? I don't think anything is wrong with Wiggins. I think he always been this way. That's why wow. Minnesota traded him. But he's not like a, a monstrous, loud player. And my third thing is, what do people expect from Chris Paul? Every team he went on, he got better. The team rather got better. Yeah. So, you know, everybody is talking about, well, you know, we got to apologize. Chris Paul been good since he came out of, since he came to the league when he first went to uh, the Pelicans. 
You know, so Chris Paul is doing what he always has done. Only thing we want hoping for is when the playoffs come, he don't pull no hands. There you go. Or not like that. But that's it. But Chris Paul is going to be okay during the season. We just need him for the playoff run. Good stuff, Evan. Yeah. No, I, I look, I think – well, I, I do think you need Wiggins for more than – Oh, there's the no doubt. Oh, the Wiggins part is just – Evan, I'm watching this, and I think I'm a bit more concerned than most. Um, but, again, I you know – you can be quiet off the court, Evan, but you can be loud with your actions, with your play on the court. And it's just not clicking yet. And you're right. When you start playing those big boys, they need Wiggins. You are right. To get to the promised land like 2022, they're going to need them. But let me just give you this about Chris Paul. Evan, I know he's one of the great guys of the league. I know this. I've been rooting for this dude for so long that I got mad at him because his body let him down. And he was on the Rockets <laughs> okay. team that had the KD Warriors down 3-2 and the hammy blew or he didn't come back in the series. Uh, last year, uh, Phoenix against Denver, they had action, Evan. He got hurt. So I'm with the caller on that's all I'm worried about. But if you look, and I overlooked this because I thought his ego would be in the way, when you look at what he's done on the teams that he gets to, Phoenix went to the finals when he got to Phoenix. He has an impact, man. Kobe wanted him on the Lakers. How about that? And remember Stern uh, nixed it. You remember that? Remember yeah. that? Mm-hmm. That's so yeah, I'm yeah. just telling you, Chris Paul, I apologize because I thought you would be in your feelings for the way that whatever happened or didn't happen with Phoenix and the Warrior thing, the rivalry, but you're a baller. And right now through four games, this dude is con- – when you watch a point guard control the game, Evan, they don't have to score, but you know he's controlling it if that make any sense. Like, that's how I feel when he's out there. Yeah, I mean, he look, he's shooting the three-point ball like Kelly Oubre, right. and no one cares. And I, I don't care either because of the other impact that he has. Yes. And I, I think because of how good he is with the rock in his hands of taking care of the basketball, of setting up different players – he will take so much pressure, and already, I think, has taken pressure off of Stephen Curry, the point guard, and also now Draymond Green, mm. the point guard. Man. And that is why, outside of Steph, I think the starting unit is the one that I, I kind of, I'm not worried about, but I have questions about, because Chris Paul's got that second unit in line. Like They have not been anywhere near as... Uh, bad as the starting as the second unit at the beginning of last year that was losing them games. Meanwhile, now the second unit is not just keeping leads or keeping deficits, but they're either closing them or they're extending them. That's a point. Extend. That goes back. I think of uh, their first championship series when they had um, the guys coming off the bench, the Iggy's and what's uh, Livingston yep. and uh, Ian Clark. Like they would, they would take the lead. There were sometimes that the starters would be maybe down one, and then here come the the bench, and then it's up to eight or nine. Like boy, Barbosa. Like I'm getting those vibes. It's early, but still, we would talk about it if they were one and three, and it didn't look like they were having fun. Turnover city and Jordan Poole, I was wrong. I'm I'm not going to judge the kid because I'm rooting for him. But what he's doing, Evan, right now, it's almost like man, they got better. What's it? Addition by subtraction. Well, and to kind of bring it back to the 49ers as we transition over to Ross Tucker, NFL Ross. Odyssey Insider. 
you know, the way that Chris Paul is playing is the way that Brock Purdy was kind of playing the first five weeks of the season. He was playing point guard. Uh, But on the line now is Odyssey NFL insider Ross Tucker. Insider calls are presented by BetQL. Download the free BetQL app right now and get instant access to the industry's most advanced suite of sports betting tools right at your fingertips. Evan Gettings in for Matt Steinmetz. Daryl the Guru Johnson, as always. Ross, appreciate you hopping on with us, man. How are you doing? Yeah, my pleasure. I'm doing great. How are you guys doing? You guys supposed to be doing better after yesterday, huh? Look at Ross. I love you. A little bit better. Look, we're all trying to figure out what's going on with the San Francisco 49ers as they're entering the bye weekend. You know, one thing that we've kind of tossed around after the trade deadline is what was the reason for going out and getting Chase Young? It bolsters an already talented defensive line that hadn't necessarily the last couple of weeks been playing up to par why do you think the 49ers went out and got chase young and how much does he help them yeah i think there's um probably two main reasons why they got him maybe three uh number one the defense got torched two games in a row mm. right i mean kirk cousins without justin jefferson kind of lit him up and then we saw what Joe Burrow and the Bengals did Sunday. So I think that they started to have some concerns about their defense, and maybe rightfully so. And I think, you know, they keep trying to get somebody else opposite Bosa. They know they want to have waves of guys and depth, but they also felt like they needed somebody consistent opposite Bosa. And Chase Young's played really well this year. Those guys have a good relationship. So one is the way the defense has been playing the last couple games. Number two is to have somebody opposite Bosa because you can't double both of them, right? So it's going to free free up probably Chase Young for a bunch of one-on-ones. And then number three, I think they needed to try to change the mojo. I mean, they lost three in a row. They're going into the bye. I think they felt like they needed to change something up, give these guys a boost like a baseball team getting a new bat at the trade deadline or getting another getting another arm at the trade deadline. I think they felt like they needed to get the locker room a boost. Man, good stuff, Ross. I was telling Evan and the listeners, because you played the game, you know what goes down, but we're taking calls. People are blaming Wilkes. If I even say he's got something to do with maybe Bosa not getting after the quarterback, they want to come after me. How much of this is just on Bosa or the players, even Hargrave, like – this was supposed to be their strength, Ross, and I'm wondering how how do you divvy it up to why Bosa doesn't look like Bosa of last year? Yeah, so it's always, always, always a combination of both. You know, it, we always, of course, you know, want to pin it on one guy. Like, this is Wilkes' fault, or this is Bosa's fault. He got the money, and now he's lazy or whatever. That's really never the case, right? It's always a combination of a couple different things. You know, I think part of it, it doesn't seem like these quarterbacks are having to hold the ball as long, right? It feels like they're able to get rid of the ball faster. And I think some of that is coverage, both the players themselves and some of the coverages that Wilkes is calling. You know, obviously the all-out blitz at the end of the first half against the Vikings was just atrocious, like just absolutely atrocious play calling, game management, whatever you want to call it. And I think everybody recognizes that. Uh, But also, you know, sacks in particular, okay, they're they're kind of – fluky is not the right word. But what I would tell you is pressures and quarterback hits 
are more indicative of how a guy is playing than sacks. You know, there's some guys, it's like they'll have 15 pressures, but somehow they have eight sacks. Other guys, they have like 38 pressures, but only six sacks, right? Uh, what I always like to say is disruption is production. Mm. If you're hitting the quarterback, if you're pressuring him, that's pre- it's not as cool as a sack, it's not as impactful as a sack, but it still matters. Ross Tucker joining us here on 95.7 The Game Odyssey's NFL Insider. Ross, with the addition of Chase Young, and I know you mentioned on your podcast that you didn't think that the Eagles should have gone out and gotten a Montez Sweat or a Chase Young, but with the 49ers adding a big piece to the opposite end of Nick Bosa, a guy that maybe they didn't play together because of Bosa's injury in college, but now they have familiarity with each other. They get that added boost that you're talking about. Would you put the 49ers defensive line in the same conversation as the Eagles because they appear to be the standard bearer and have been for the last year plus? Yeah, so a couple things. First of all, I definitely would not have given up a second-round pick, a high second-round pick for Montez Sweat like the Bears did. Mm. Um, that really doesn't make sense to me. Now, the Niners, it makes a little bit more sense because they have an extra, you know, the extra comp picks in the third round, and because they kind of had a need in my mind. I, I don't think they thought they were getting enough from Randy Gregory and Drake Jackson and Cleveland Farrell, so they felt like they needed one more guy there. I don't know that the Eagles feel that way, right? I mean, the Eagles, you know, they, they, they're not even getting snaps yet for their first-round pick in uh, Nolan Smith. I mean, right now, it's Josh Sweat, it's Hassan Reddick, it's Brandon Graham, and then they're getting a few a few uh, snaps for Derek Barnett and Nolan Smith. So I think that there was more of a need for the Niners, and they, they obviously had the extra picks as well. So um, I do think that the Niners are in the category. I mean, it felt like I haven't watched every snap of the Bengals game, but it felt like Hargrave was playing pretty darn good this year, um, at least when I was watching. So I think that they are up there with the Eagles. But, you know, sometimes that can be hit or miss. I didn't think the Eagles D-line was great against – in fact, the Eagles D-line's two worst games, ironically, have both been against the Commanders, who are like the most – Sam Howell's been sacked more than anybody, and yet when he plays against the Eagles, that's like when their O-line plays the best. It's strange. Ross, we'll get you out of here on this one because I couldn't let you go without asking. I'm a guy that said, oh, my God, the Brock Purdy, the movie, it's almost ready, and when's he going to make a mistake? And I know I'm emotional, but what have you made of the last three games? Because now we've seen turnovers at the end of games, and I was telling Evan, mainly over the middle, just talk to us real quick about what what you've seen and how you compartmentalize his mistakes uh, here late. Yeah, you know, it's interesting because I'm sure you guys have talked about this, but they're, you know, they're, these these websites, the, you know, these companies that track, like, turnover-worthy plays, um, you know, there were a bunch even earlier in the year from Brock Purdy that were turnover-worthy throws or turnover-worthy plays. Wow. It was like... He was lucky, and uh, lucky is not the right word. He was fortunate to get away with them. Well, he's not getting away with them anymore. You know, I think that that's, uh, I think that's a big difference these last couple of games. And ironically, this was kind of the knock on Purdy coming out. 
This was the concern is that he, at times, you know, had, had some crazy turnovers at Iowa State. You know, it was, it was not good. And so this is, it'd be one thing if this was a fluke, but it's not necessarily a fluke because of what he did at Iowa State. Like, this is something that he's done. Mm, yeah, no, no doubt. Oh, good stuff. Rosh, we appreciate you stopping by. And uh, feel, feel free. I, I know you got your podcast going. What, what, what are you working on this weekend? Oh, man. I got a big weekend. Tomorrow night, I got uh, Titan Steelers on Westwood One Radio with Kevin Kugler. Let's go. And then, and then Saturday, Ohio State, number one team in the country at Rutgers for CBS, noon on Saturday, 9 a.m. for you guys. So I got a heck of a doubleheader, boys. Let's awesome. Go, well, we appreciate you fitting us in, Ross. Thanks so much for joining us. My pleasure. See ya. All right, that's Ross Tucker, Odyssey NFL Insider. Insider calls are presented by BetQL. Download the free BetQL app right now to get instant access to the industry's most advanced suite of sports betting tools right at your fingertips. Going to take a break, be back for our final segment of the show. I want to get into something that Ross said I thought was really interesting, Man. both about Purdy as well as Bosa. That's on the other side. Evan Giddings in for Matt's. Call from Mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Dimets with Daryl the Guru Johnson. We're back after this on 95.7 The Game. Now, back to Steiny and Guru on 95.7 The Game. All right, last segment here on a Warrior Wednesday. Can you name the artist? Oh, I actually can't. Get your stuff out the way, my bad. No, my bad, Goo. Uh, brought to you by Freeman's Appliance. A trusted name since 1922. Visit freemansappliance.com today. That's my era and John, Kevin O'Connell's doppelganger. That would be Ray Love, right? Ray Love, dude, he's he's he got it all, man. He's he's got a lot of Bay Area rap knowledge. We got it's a lot impressive. too. Yeah. yeah, we do as a show. You, Steiny, and I. Uh, Evan Giddings in for Matt Steinmetz. Goo, like I want to pick off where pick up where Ross Tucker left us off. Boy, that, I was the five one zero is chiming in about on the Comcast business text line. You know, Purdy non Purdy fans have been telling you how he's been getting lucky. How people haven't been picking off bad throws. I don't know if I'd necessarily go that far, but the 418 wants us to confirm Ross's statement about wild turnover plays at Iowa State. Man. I think generally he took care of the ball in college, but if you look at some games, Brock Purdy, there was there was a lot, and you even see hints of it now. Like the improvisation, the extension of plays, and the willingness to try and move the ball down the field. Brett Favre-like. Sometimes you get in trouble when that happens when you make bad decisions. 
Now, I think that Brock Purdy hasn't been hurt generally because he's pretty accurate. I think he's done a great job at implementing what Kyle Shanahan wants. And with a full complement of weapons, hasn't had to do too much. But when Debo's out, when Trent's out, when McCaffrey's banged up, you do have to do a little more as a quarterback. And that means you're going to have to take some risk. And so far in the last three games, it's hurt Brock Purdy, particularly in the fourth quarter. You know what? And I don't want to just trick-or-treat the day after Halloween, but that was scary. And the reason it was scary, Evan, one, I'm being honest, I didn't know that about Brock in college. Uh, you know, being a tad bit reckless. So that I feel like that website he mentioned about the turnover-worthy... Uh, Pro Football Focus was the wow. website he was talking about. Yeah, yeah. That's why I come in and Steiny would come down my... Steiny, this ball looked like it could have been picked the one you know against Arizona. He threw it in the middle of the field. I don't want to come down hard on him. But now, the more I hear and the more I watch, Evan, I'm a little nervous as to, oh, it, he wasn't the first 13 games Brock Purdy at Iowa State. This is kind of who he's been. So this will be big. Tom Hanks like to see how he comes out of the bye and if he can shake this off. But, Evan, if you're telling me like Ross did, this is who he kind of was in college, you know it's hard for a leopard to change his spots. Yeah, but who he is in college has also led him to a 10-3 and record so far in the regular season. Like who he is in college or who he was in college – now in San Francisco is the reason why the offense was we're calling him Purdy for thirty. So as much as yes, his uh, you know his his characteristics at Iowa State have traveled with him to the NFL as any quarterback does. You can also win with that. Like that doesn't mean that Brock Purdy all of a sudden is now a pumpkin. It also didn't mean that he was going to be the bell of the ball his entire NFL career. It means like most people, he's probably somewhere in the middle, mm. and it means that. He could go and throw three touchdowns against Jacksonville. He might also turn it over a couple times. Like, he threw 33 interceptions in college for around 50 games. That's maybe more than some people are comfortable with, but that's not, like, the 80 touchdowns that he also threw are equally as valuable, and I think Brock Purdy's in a position where he does need to recalibrate a little bit, and these last three games, I'm sure, were humbling for him. I I like that, recalibrate, and I'll say this to that, Evan. You know what? You're right. You are correct. But for me, a guy that was talking about rightfully so, Evan, you know, this is headed down the Kurt Warner road, and it's still very well may even supersede that. But I hadn't seen that at all. We hadn't seen it because he was basically mistake prone. Mm-hmm. And now with five picks and, and six turnovers in the last three games, you are right. It's a bigger – got to look at everything, the whole enchilada, right? But it was just a – and that's all I've been trying to convey. It was just a weird feeling and has been, even Sunday, seeing him kind of turn it over. Yeah, look, he's thrown 12 touchdowns and five right. picks this year. If, if, if I told you Brock was going to be 68% completion, throw for 2,000 yards, Sign me up. 12, t- 12 touchdowns, Sign five picks up. through eight games – You'd probably yeah, take that. No doubt. But, Evan, he was off. When you look at the totality of before the last three games, what he's done last year and the first five, it was, will this dude ever throw a pick? Does he throw a pick? Is there a pick in that arm? And now we see what you just kind of just pointed out. He's human. But but I do think the timing of the interceptions ah, is a little worrisome because it's not like – like Kirk Cousins, for example, against uh, the 49ers. He, he threw a pick on Monday night. Yeah. Early. He threw it first yeah. possession. <laughs> early, yeah. But he didn't throw a pick after then. Right. Or he 
he came close, but Jordan yeah. Addison helped him out a little bit against Ward. But, like, they got better. Joe Burrow got better. In fact, the only really, if we're talking about turnover-worthy plays, the only time I can recall Joe Burrow putting the ball in harm's way was at the beginning of the game. Yeah, and Oliver dropped it. He dropped it. Yeah. And then the next play, you can't get a sack, and Joe Burrow just runs rampant, and he beats you. Like, those quarterbacks got better throughout the games in which they won against the Niners. Brock Purdy, in the fourth quarter of the last three games, has not been as good. I think overall he's been fine, but you know, you're the one who talks about how Dak Prescott sometimes struggles down the stretch of games, sometimes struggles to bring you back. That is where, over the course of time, we will learn more about who Brock Purdy is because I feel uncomfortable saying he's the quarterback from the first five games or yeah. he's the quarterback from the last three games. No doubt. not. And I feel that, and you're being an adult. I'll say this just real quick, random, about Dak. Dak can bring you back, but Evan, when it's against a top-tier defense, that's when it seems to happen more. It doesn't happen. You know, it's like that against the top-tier teams. Now, you can agree what do you mean by top-tier. Teams that are pretty good, they have good defenses, that's when you kind of get left at the altar. Mm-hmm. That's just what I firmly believe, and the numbers will back me up. But he's got a bunch of comebacks, but we'll see. This is a this is a big non-game week for, for everybody involved on the team, the coaching staff. But, Evan, if we're here uh, a, a week and some change from now and Jacksonville doesn't go well – Brock kind of looks the same, maybe no Debo. Uh, the pass rush looks pretty much the same. Then we then we got some serious stuff to talk about. Well, and, and I'll, I'll leave the listeners with this okay. before we get to the crossover. Larry Kruger's in for Dan Dibley Larry. with Mark Willard as always. I do think that with Brock Purdy, and look, he Dallas's defense was playing better than any team in the NFL when he threw four touchdowns again on Ripped Sunday night, but... How is Brock going to fare against those top teams like you mentioned? I still don't know. Now, what I do know is the 49ers need to right this ship. They're 5-3. and three. If they lose, they're in a position where they're looking up maybe at the division. Man. That's not a good place to be. So Brock Purdy, what he does not have now compared to what he had after five games was room for error. He needs to be better. The 49ers need yeah. to be better, and they got to do it quickly. That wasn't something we were talking about after four or five games. Even it after the Cleveland the game. Oh, hey, it's all good. In fact, I think Stiney was the one that said it's a valuable loss. Yeah. Or Kyle Shannon doesn't care about the we loss. You never saw it going. Well, you do yeah. now okay. after you lost three in a row. Yeah. Eight more quarters after that game, you didn't see that. That's true. Yeah. All right, we're going to continue the conversation on the other side. The crossover's coming up next on 95.7 The Game with Mark Willard and Larry Kruger. That segment was brought to you by the Caltrans Stormwater Program. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission.